Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello everyone and welcome to the Arsenal Way. And yes, we are back at you with your daily transfer insight show. Now, of course, today... We have been linked with Rafa Leal from AC Milan. Of course, Arsenal need a forward in the summer after failing to sign a striker. Players such as Dusan Flaovic in the January transfer window. So now we have been linked to Rafa Leal. And there's no one better on here to bring on than Marino Peixoto, a Portuguese expert. Marino, how are you, bro? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Of course, you're a sporting fan. And I know you don't want to speak about football this week, but just give me a little thoughts <laughs> and feelings after your Manchester City defeat in the, in the Champions League. Uh, do you know what? I think we all kind of saw it coming. Like as sporting fans, we kind of knew it was inevitable that playing probably the best team in Europe right now was only going to end one way. But I mean, as you saw at the end of the game, our fans are still proud of our boys. We're happy to be in the last 16 because it's a big achievement for us. So I guess it's just one of those things. It is indeed. But we're not here to talk about sporting now. We're here to talk about Rafa Leo and. He's a player who's attracting a lot of interest. Of course, he's doing well at AC Milan. He's got a contract situation that Milan are trying to sort out, but he hasn't signed one yet. And just, Rina, give me an overview on Rafael and what you think of him as a player. Um, so, I mean, any, anyone Portuguese has, has known Leon for a long time now. He was, he was tipped to be, well, tipped to basically achieve what he's been doing this season, essentially. Um, it took him a while to find his feet. I think his main flaw and the main criticism he's received since he left Sporting has been his consistency. Um, so he, he'd show his brilliance in flashes, let's say, once every four or five games. Um, so people start to question his mentality, his work ethic, which I think is quite normal for young players, uh, obviously, because they haven't reached those levels of maturity yet. Um, but I think now he's put all those doubts to bed this season. He's, he's literally churning out world-class performances pretty much every game. Um, so I think, yeah, he's finally fulfilling the potential that everyone in Portugal knew that he had. Um, and it's exciting to see what his next move will be, whether it's at AC Milan or elsewhere. Yeah, of course. And just when he was coming out of Portugal, what was the ceiling for him? What were, what were, what were the expectations that a player can compare him to in the, in the, in the past or now in the present? Like where, where do you think his ceiling actually was, is going to end up? Um, I mean, as you know, like any, well, I think he was predominantly like a, like a winger or a striker um, in the academy in sporting. So whenever someone comes through Sporting's Academy and they're a winger, they're exciting, they're skillful, they always get compared to Ronaldo. And I think that was pretty much the case with him as well. I don't think he was heralded to be quite as good as the likes of Joao Felix, maybe. Um, but he, he was tipped to be, to be a top, top, top player, as in like world class, maybe like top five in the world. Like that, that was the kind of expectation that I think he had on his shoulders when he was playing in the academy. Of course, yeah, that's interesting, of course. A lot of young prospects coming out of Portugal. And do you think he's on the road to doing that or do you think he's still, do you think his development has hindered a little bit? Because I believe he went to Lille right and then went to AC Milan after that. Was that the trajectory you was expecting him to take, the route he was meant to take, or was it going to be different than that? Um, I think there was a lot of controversy within him leaving Sporting in general. He rescinded his contract um, and Sporting is still trying to take him to court for that. 
but that's that's another story. Um, <laughs> but at Lille, he he showed it, he showed it in flashes for sure. Um, it was quite a young Lille team, so I think it was difficult for him to establish himself and find himself. Obviously, a new league, lots of pressure on his shoulders. It was the first time that he'd really been involved in first team football. He hadn't really featured that much for Sporting's first team. Um, so I, th I think it was all in all a pretty good move for him. I can't actually remember how much Milan signed him for from Lille, but I think it was maybe 20, 20 30 mil, I think. Mm -hmm. So I think that speaks volumes in them seeing the talent that he possessed um, for someone so young at the time as well. Um, so yeah, I, th I think it was all in all a pretty good move from Sporting to Lille just to showcase his talents to get more playing time. And then, yeah, he got the move he wanted and it's coming to fruition finally, so... Of course, of course. Portuguese players going to lose becoming a regularity. You had Joseph Jose Fonte and, uh, of course, Renato Sanchez. But just speaking on the Arsenal side of things, now the Daily Mail have reported that Arsenal apparently leads in the race to sign him, who are also, and Wolves and Everton are also interested. And, Reno, do you think he would be a good fit into Arsenal's side? Uh, to be quite honest with you, if he plays how he's playing right now, he'd fit into any team in the world. And that might be seen as a bit of a stretch statement. Um, but yeah, he's, he's such a unique player. I think he's very unorthodox. Like he's a very he's a very tall player. He doesn't really use his physique as much as he perhaps should. Like he doesn't really get involved in headers an awful lot. But his his turn of speed, his skill is so I, I can't even think of a player to compare him to because when he runs yeah. with the ball, it's so unorthodox. And you don't expect his burst of pace to be that quick. And then his his decision making has improved massively. Uh, his finishing's also improved massively, as you can see by his goal tally this season. Um, so, yeah, I think he'd be a massive asset to any team that he plays for. Of course. And for Arsenal, I know for AC Milan, he's been playing as almost an inside forward role. Do you think that will suit him at Arsenal? Or do you think he's eventually going to move into the number nine role once he matures a little bit? Um, I think he's like the role he plays right now. Like He starts on the left and comes in um, sort of like kind of how Ronaldo did in his prime, I guess. Mm. Um, I think his finishing does need to improve. He's obviously gotten significantly better this season, but I think he thrives in a position where he has space to run in behind for the time being anyway he has all the technical ability in the world his technique is truly ridiculous um but yeah i think for the time being probably coming in from the left would be his ideal position but that's not to say that he can't evolve into a number nine eventually he just needs to improve his heading ability his like he's, he's the, i don't i wouldn't say he's particularly comfortable in the box he's not a box player as of yet um, so yeah, I think coming in from the left would be his best position right now. Yeah, and interesting. I, I heard you mention as well about his, he doesn't like to win headers just yet, but if he comes to the Premier League, we know what the Premier League is like or what it's said to be. It's a physical league, it's very competitive. Do you think he's ready to make that step into the Premier League or do you think it's not his style of play? No, like I said, I think he can fit into any, any mm. team in the world. Obviously, I think with coming to the Prem, it's always just, I don't know, it's it's just difficult to predict whether players adapt or not. Like sometimes you think players aren't going to adapt. So for instance, I'll use a Portuguese example in Ruben Dias. Mm -hmm. He wasn't, he was highly regarded in Portugal, but he wasn't that highly regarded. And then he comes to City and completely transforms the defence. So it's always really difficult to predict how someone's going to adapt to the Premier League. But I think he's got, he's got the speed, he's got the physique, he's got the technique, he's got, I think, everything that he needs to thrive in the Premier League. It ultimately just comes down to him and being consistent as he is right now. Of course. And just touching back to the national team in Portugal. Now, we know I've seen pictures of him on his youth days playing for the Portuguese youth team. And I believe he's close to Nuno Tavares. Am I right in saying that? Or do you know? Uh, as friends? Yeah. Uh, 
I'm not too sure, but I imagine so. Most of the boys of the same age that grew up in the academies are pretty close with each other, just from playing for the for the youth teams in Portugal. Um, and yeah, I mean they're they're always commenting on each other's Instagram posts. Like they're all a very tight knit group. Um, so yeah, I, I don't actually know that personally, but I I can imagine so just from what I know of the other boys in the youth teams. Of course. And how was he in the youth team for performing for Portugal? And do you see him as a a prominent player for the for for the senior national team in the future as well? I mean, right now. I might get a bit of abuse for this afterwards, but I think he's been, <laughs> I think he's been Portugal's best player this season, alongside probably I don't know Diogo Jota and probably Bernardo Silva as well. Um, so I think he, in my opinion, he should be starting with Portugal right now based on form, one hundred percent. Whether or not that happens with the manager that we have is a whole different story. Um, but yeah, as for the youth teams, he he was good. He. He played for the uh, U21s in the Euros. Was it? I think it was last summer, um, and he wasn't great. He just kind of looked a bit disinterested, and I think that was kind of epitomised some of the critique that he got. He just kind of looked disinterested at times if it didn't suit his level, because I think he thought he should have been in the senior squad. Mm. Um, but he, like, obviously, like U18, U19, U20, he he tore it up because he was obviously head and shoulders above the rest talent-wise. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think he should be starting for the senior team right now, but let's yeah. see. Yeah, who would you start him ahead of though? So I know you have Ren- Portugal right now. The attack is is amazing. Got Diego, as you mentioned, Diego Hota, Ronaldo, Bernardo Silva, Bruno Fernandes. There's so many. So if you would bring him in, who would you personally replace him in in the Portuguese national team? You're trying to get me in trouble. It's. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> I mean. Portugal has so much talent, but our team is so disjointed. Like, there's no cohesion whatsoever within our team. Um, so I, I actually couldn't tell you what our front three should be right now, just because I don't know what our best team is, mm. because we we just never play well. Um, but I'd definitely start him on the left, ahead of uh, I don't know, maybe ahead of Jota. Yeah. But then he's also been amazing this season. But I, th- I think the difficult thing is we know Ronaldo is going to start regardless. So it's kind of just adapting around Ronaldo. Yeah, of so course. I think, yeah. Bernardo Silva, I don't think, will start out wide. I think he, sh- he should be starting in the middle. So it's probably going to be like, well, in an ideal world, Leon, Ronaldo, Jota as the front three. Yeah, that's, that, is, that is pretty dominant. And the fact that Rafael Leal can break into such a quality style forward says a lot about his character and, and, and the qualities he does possess. So if he was to leave AC Milan, you know, how much do you think he would cost? How much do you think he deserves to cost? And yeah, what would you, what would you price him personally? Um, I mean, someone at his age with the talent that he has. I mean, obviously, if, if he's linked with Premier League clubs, the price will be inflated massively. Um, so I don't know. I reckon anything from 50, 60... Something like that, mm. Mm. and you think he I don't would think take that would be a bad investment yeah. per se either. To be honest with you, given the price some prem clubs play for their players, obviously like hundred million on Greenwich, he's not really ground ready yet. So I think yeah, like fifty million wouldn't wouldn't be a bad investment at all on someone like him. Yeah, that that's definitely he's a young player. Forever, he's shining for Ace and Lana. He would be good. And do you think Arsenal would be a step up for him, or do you think it would be? Do you think it would be a good move for him personally, or looking at the side for him, not from Arsenal? We know Arsenal would take him with both arms, but for him moving to Arsenal for him personally, do you think that would be a good move? I think yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of Arteta uh, and what he does and his philosophies and how he integrates youth. Um, so I think it would be a good move. 
I think the only deterrent that he might have is whether or not Arsenal make Champions League. Because mm. I think at that young age, he's going to want to make a move whereby he's playing Champions League football um, every year. So I think that's the only thing that potentially hangs in the air. Um, as for like the other rumours with other Prem clubs, I don't think he'd be interested. I think he's he's past that now, sort of thing. Like Wol- I think Wolves and Everton were linked. So I, I don't think he'd be interested in those sorts of things. I also saw this morning that Atletico Madrid are interested as well. But I also don't think he'll go there because they, yeah, they're, they're not looking too great right now. And they've also got a ridiculous amount of forwards anyway. Um, sure. So yeah, I, th- I think he would be very, very interested in Arsenal. Um, like a massive club in the Premier League. Every player's dream is to play in the Premier League. So I have no doubts that he would be very, very interested. Yeah, of course. And it's like Portugal. He's coming up with a couple of impressive players. Now, we know players from the Benfica Academy, they've been the ones thriving. So you've got mm-hmm. Ruben Dias, Bernardo Silva, of course, Ronaldo Santos, Joao Felix. But from the sporting side of things, you've got Rafa Leal. Is he really holding a flag for the... Because we know sporting academy, historically, is the, one of the best academies we've ever seen in football. So it's, yeah. at the moment, with Rafa Leal's age group, is he really carrying that flag? Um, yeah, probably, unfortunately. Uh, our academy kind of stagnated <laughs> a little bit and Benfica kind of took over out of nowhere. Just they had that generation of like players my age, so like, like you said, Bernardo Silva, Juan Cancelo, Ruben Dias, Ronaldo Sanchez, Juan Felix. They kind of they kind of took over in that regard. Um, we still have a lot of incredible players that have come through recently, but they're just establishing themselves. Um, so I'd say yes, he is he is probably carrying the flag right now. Although sporting fans probably won't like me saying that because they don't like him due to the <laughs> the court case. Um, but yeah, he's he's an incredible player. I love him personally, so I can't speak on behalf of all sporting fans. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he does look like he does excite me as well. He does look like a promising player. And just before we end the show, I just want to get your thoughts. If let's say Rafaela does go to Arsenal, what do you think he could achieve in an Arsenal shirt? Where do you think he'll be ranked amongst the Arsenal greats, for example? Where do you think he could the goals a season? And what do you think? Could you think he could? carry the team to maybe to a title, maybe not a league title just yet, maybe like a cup, t- a cup title or a European competition. Do you think he's got the pedigree to be doing that? I think, yeah, like I said, like the, the biggest question marks surrounding Leon have always been consistency. Like we, we've always known the talent that he possesses. So if he continues on the trajectory that he's on right now, i.e. performing at a world-class level week in, week out, then I've no doubt that he can essentially carry a team to whatever he wants. Like it's, it's all on his shoulders. He has the talent. It's whether or not he puts in the work, has the dedication, has the right ambitions, motivations, whatever. Um, so I think, yeah, he could he could really do some damage with Arsenal and put you back where you belong, if you will. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'd be absolutely delighted if you were to, to agree. I know AC Milan are also trying to negotiate a contract with him. I know I saw, uh, I think it was Paolo Maldini coming to the training ground and offering him a shirt for playing 100 games. So that was a yeah. cheeky little tactic to get him to sign a new contract. But hopefully... As you said, Arteta's regime with the young players and the direction they're going in, hopefully he can persuade Rafaela to make the move to Arsenal because I think it would be an excellent signing. I think on the left-hand side also, or as a striker, we do need two forwards in the summer and I think Liao would certainly uh, fill that role perfectly. So we shall see what will happen, but we are going to end the show there. Marino, thank you very much for joining our show. Guys, if you want to see more from Marino and hear more about Portuguese news, the Portuguese national team, or him moaning about Fernando, Fernando Santos, the Portuguese manager, <laughs> please give him a follow on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll provide enough updates. And if also, if you want to hear more from me, then follow me on Twitter at Bailey underscore as well. But we are going to end the show there. Thank you guys. Thank you, Marino. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. And most importantly, make sure you keep 
following us down the Arsenal way. Oh, yeah.